from Boat Studios in Destin, Florida, it's the Whatever It Means to You podcast. It's something that most people don't like at first. With Jared Gramblin. I love my job, but I hate talking to people like you. And Shane Denton. Here we are, a very, very special episode, because it is a joint episode, so to speak, of the the merging of two podcasts. The merging of two souls become one soul. <laughs> it's uh, the Whatever It Means to You podcast out of Destin, Florida, and my friend sitting across from me, Jared Michael Moxley, has a podcast called... A Weird Time Recorded. One half of A Weird Time Recorded. Yeah, so A Weird Time Recorded is a duo. Yeah. Uh, Jared Moxley and Matt Morris out of Valparaiso, Indiana. Mm -hmm. And we basically drink about as much two-hearted as we can, and and then we talk into microphones. Have you have you considered reaching out to... Uh, <laughs> there we go! Oh, there's there a theme is. song. Hang on, let it ride, let it ride. Let's go. Dude, this song claps. <laughs> this song claps. <laughs> I could twerk to this. You know... A a funny thing about that song was uh, when I got my first MacBook Pro, I think in 08, I sat in my room for like a week and just started like trying to make beats on GarageBand, which yeah. probably almost everybody who has any interest in music yeah. does when they first get their MacBook Pro. And that was one of the beats that I came up with and like wrote the bass line to and everything like that. And then 10 years later, you ended up using it for our podcast Dude, You intro. got further than I did. <laughs> I was horrible at GarageBand. Yeah, I was like, this is gonna be the next thing. <laughs> isn't, there, isn't there like weird well, samples in the, you, you you made yourself say something like weird, like like there's a squirrel. Oh no, <laughs> like, no, I made I did the thing that made my voice deep, <laughs> but uh, that's you. But you could make it high too. And I was like, I did a I did this one song that was like, I'm a chipmunk. I'm talking like a chipmunk. <laughs> I'm a chipmunk. You've been in your room by yourself for way too long, and you're just like, oh, I'm a chipmunk. Yeah. Shane, what? come listen to this. Dude, it's you saying you sound like a chipmunk. Yeah, bro. It's next level. No, I am a chipmunk, man. <laughs> I've transformed. No, dude. that's Call me call me a chipmunk from now on. Please. So fast forward to uh, 2019, and here we are. Uh, we are in the Whatever It Means to You studios right now in Destin, Florida, uh, Moxley is in town for for a few days, um, so let's uh, let's cover your background a little bit just for our listeners who, who maybe are unfamiliar with you. I know we recorded a podcast before, but I think we got a we got a little we it had a room of, of six people. Yeah, we got a little there off was the rails. too many people. It was like everyone yeah. brought their entourage, and it was just <laughs> and then it went it went sideways. I fully understand. I would still like to listen to that. One yeah, later. maybe if we ever get like. Uh, what what is it like Patreon or whatever? We'll release that as yeah. a, as an exclusive. <laughs> no one wants to hear that. Shit. <laughs> That'll be. I yeah. bet you can't listen to this whole thing. <laughs> It'll be like a steak challenge at a restaurant. Yeah. Like you can't eat this giant steak. It'll be like that, but for yeah. listening. Yeah, or but. if like we, the only way that happens is if we like catch a cash sponsor for like a hundred bucks and we like ask one question from the podcast, people would have to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> Two yeah. hours of eight people getting drunk as shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah drunk as shit for sure is the key word there. Yeah, it was a fun. It was fun for us though. Yeah, I had a blast. For the listeners, but uh, but anyway, man, uh, give a little background about, about yourself. Jared Moxley, born in Fort Walton Beach, Florida, and that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, now I I currently reside in Valparaiso, Indiana. I moved up there to help uh, our friend open up some restaurants. I'm the general, shout out Corey Miro. Yep, I'm the general manager of a pizza place that uh, specializes in gourmet pizza and craft beer. And I basically, we have three, they're called Tomato Bar. We have three of them. We just opened the third location. Uh, actually, yesterday was the first day of opening. And we have an event slash lounge space. And there's a gourmet taco spot as well. It specializes in tequila, whiskey, and tacos. Mm, I like all three of those things. So I've been doing that. I've been drinking beer and making pizza for people and... And then just doing a podcast, basically, mm -hmm. once a week. What's your, uh, what's your favorite part about doing your podcast, man? I like that it, one of my best friends who I met in Indiana, everyone else that once I moved up there, I met through work. So this was my first friend that I just, we just connected naturally. And so I really like being able to hang out with him. Like once a week, no matter what, him and I get together, we drink some beers, and we just try to make each other laugh mm. and we record it like and uh we had a 
a new thing we've been doing. We had a problem with with royalty free music. Not a problem, but we just wanted to be legit, even though we're like tiny. So now we've been making our own theme songs every week, and we pretend it's another band. Spoiler alert to everyone: that's actually us. And we we call like we name the band. We give them a location where they're at. And so he he's like, this is actually fun for me because he he got his guitar out, and he's now able to like try to like. He's now playing guitar more, mm. and I ha- I went and bought a little uh, child's percussion set, so I have a little tambourine and some maracas, and we just make up weird songs. So it's that's become like a new like a new like outlet for us where we just make this stupid song, and that's the intro. It takes us like an hour, and it shouldn't for like <laughs> this <laughs> stupid song. Like one of the songs was about his pee stream, because. <laughs> He got drunk and everyone was trying to see who could pee the highest, and he peed the highest. It was like seven foot. It was impressive. It's like one of the songs. Like over his head. Yeah. One of the songs was about pee streams. One of them was about snorting weed. And they're really, it's really fun. Like, so that's been a cool, I just like getting together with my friend once a week and just creating some crazy shit Mm -hmm. and just, you know, drinking beer. It's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Well, it's it's, it's just an outlet, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. And uh, it's it's crazy because I, I understand people listen to it, so people do listen you know, to it. It's the same kind of the same with us. We were like, let's just do this. Yeah. And if you build it, they will come, kind of thing. And yeah. Just and progressively, you, you gain more listeners. There's people have come up to me and like said some shit that I've said, but usually I've been drinking a little bit. Obviously, you don't remember everything you say on these things, and I'm like, what? And they'll be like, oh, it's from the, the podcast. So like, I said that. <laughs> I won't repeat those words that the person said to me here because they shouldn't be spoken aloud at anywhere. So, But it, it's been pretty cool. Uh, and it's just like if some aggravating shit happens to you, you're like, all right, I'm going to save this for the podcast. Mm. Like you get to like, you get to take in your day and filter it through. and, and Sure. Do you keep notes through your week? Like of things to discuss yeah like do you have pre-production meetings and stuff at least to like outline the episodes oh, and say god, we, we no. got to cover these bases oh god no. no no it's very loose and just us like no editing just we we both keep notes and like topics to talk about but that's that's about all we do mm-hmm. and then we just just start talking shit we go for it yeah i mean especially since you guys are such great friends and have been doing it for so long it's got to be not just a thing you enjoy but probably pretty easy now too mm-hmm. you know we used to get super nervous, and we did a thing that where we called "We Make Ourselves Big," like when a bear attacks you, you're supposed to make yourself big. Mm-hmm. So we, we like stretch and we'll do breathing exercises as we're also like chugging beer. So it's <laughs> it's pretty funny to like see, which no one sees, but it's like a it's a crazy visual because we're just two guys in a small room sweating and doing like calisthenics. And Have shit. you considered riding too hearted yet? We so we we it's like an on running joke for us. We we always go this episode sponsored by Two Hearted Ale, Two Hearted, and we like do a whole thing. But I don't know, man. Some of the shit that gets said, I could see where they would not really want yeah to be involved with that. But like our background <laughs> for our shit is just a bunch of Two Hearted cans. Like we actually physically stacked them one day, and uh, we took pictures in front of it. And it was actually right after the four twenty fest, so I had a black eye. Mm. So it's just us with all this beer around us, and I have a black eye. People are like, yeah, I get it. Like, the whole thing is supposed to be, this is ridiculous. Like, this is all, that's why it's called a weird time recorded. So no one can be like, what am I hearing right now? It's like, well, you're hearing a weird time mm-hmm. that's being recorded. Yeah. That's what it is. So you can't be too shocked when you hear some crazy-ass shit. Yeah, a little side story about uh, 420 Fest. We, Shane and I have done it. I've done it, I think, a year or two more than Shane. Um, but for seven years straight, we've we've yeah. had honey hole passes, yeah. which is basically what they give all the. It's it's higher. It's a higher level than VIP. Like you can't purchase honey hole passes. Yeah. They they give them to all the distributors, the VIPs, friends of the brewery. Uh, all the reps are back there. All the brewers are back there. You'll see artists back there. Like you have your own little like magical honey hole behind the stage, it's and. And you have to, you have to pace yourself reasonably, even though that doesn't happen. But, <coughs> but there's always That's some the crazy idea. thing that ends up happening. And I remember it was your first year there two years ago. Yeah, and you and your crew there was it was you and like three other people. Yeah, I got to bring some people down from mm-hmm. Indiana, so it was cool. So all you guys were there, and it was like worlds were colliding for me. Yeah, it was like hey, these are the people. You know, obviously Corey was there too, but mm-hmm. it was cool to see that mix of. 
of mm-hmm. all my friends from home and then the people where I live now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that not to cool. brag, but we were somewhat seasoned. We were honey yes. hole veterans. Yeah. You were. If you will. So <laughs> you were so we knew kind of like like we were walking in there, we knew exactly what to expect. You all walking in were like, "Whoa, this is like heaven." No this, idea. This is probably yeah. the coolest. Uh, they place they ever. walked in hard. Do you remember them walking so, in hard? Well, that's what I'm getting. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. so the first day there, we go hard, and at the end of the night, we kind of set. We go separate ways. We go to our spot. They go to their place to stay, and then the next morning, we get there, and you know, we're, we're all a little hungover, but we get to the honey hole and we get a drink, and uh, we know the bartenders because they're the same bartenders every year at Honey Hole. At the at the festival, so Shane and I and uh, and our friend Seth were sitting there and like, where are your friends at? And I was like, I don't I don't know where our friends are at. We'll figure it out. And I swear to God, like twenty minutes later, we look and they're like, is that them? And we look and one of you guys are on crutches. One's on crutches, <laughs> and the other one has a black eye that you you Giant. can see. That was me. You can see, you can see from it was crazy. hundreds of yards yeah. away. So we have a cripple. <laughs> And a dude that looks like he got knocked yeah. out. So, and we're like, "What? What happened? What did you guys do after the, the festival ended the other night?" Yeah, the craziest thing is all I had been drinking all day too was blue PA mm-hmm. was IPA mixed with Sweetwater Blue, and so that's what my like. I just kept calling my eye blue PA. So anytime <laughs> I'd order one, I would just be like, "Give me one of these," like because <laughs> that's what created this. I, I basically fought the earth. I was walking home, and <laughs> and so we had the hotel right across the street, so we're walking it, and there's like a mass exodus to this festival, like how that goes when it's time to shut down, and all these people are walking, and I'm walking across the street, and I just, I went down face first into the concrete. Like, I remember hearing like a, like a smack, and I just heard a bunch of people go, oh, <laughs> like a lot of people saw it. And the guy that was with me, everyone else was across the street, and there were like two across the street, and then I'm with another guy, and he goes, you just threw your hands back. (laughs) You didn't even try to catch yourself. You threw your hands backwards. And I just, I hit the concrete, and then I immediately bounced up from that, and blood just squirted out of my eye, and I just took my hoodie pocket and put it over my (laughs) thing. And then, then, so Corey goes, Jared went down, and he <laughs> he goes across the street, and he, they gather me, and I'm just like, oh, shit, and I'm, like, bleeding out of my eye. And then immediately, like, not even five minutes after, our buddy Josh, go, he just goes down. <laughs> he rolls his ankle on one of those little, like, planter things. They had, like, trees planted, and they had these little curbs around them, and he just rolls his ankle. I try to, I come and try to grab him. I'm like, dude, just get up. Pretend it didn't happen like me. <laughs> Do like I did. <laughs> Has blood squirting out of my face. <laughs> and then so he can't get up. He rolled his, he like fucked his ankle up. And uh, we got up to uh, the hotel and Corey has me on one shoulder and Josh on the other. <laughs> and it looked like we had just like got out of a war. <laughs> and he just gets... He goes, here's an ice pack for you. Here's an ice pack for you. I'm going to get some food. I'm done with, like, doing this. <laughs> and then, so I just woke up with the bed sheet covered on my fuck, on my forehead because blood was everywhere. Yeah. And then I went back and we drank some more beers. Yeah, 420 Fest can get dicey. Last year, our, our buddy Gary, it was the... It was wild. It oh, wasn't yeah. even, we weren't even heavy into the day. Oh, yeah. It was still pretty early in the day. And um, I'm standing there with a beer talking to someone. I think it might have been bacon. We're, um, all, we're all standing around yeah. at a table. Like, we're not even. Yeah, we're, I wasn't there. Like, I was, I was, my back was turned oh, to the okay. group. Yeah. And all of a sudden, I turn around and Gary's on the ground yelling. Yeah. yeah. Screaming. He, dude, just falls out. Like, we're all standing there. He yeah. falls out. He's on the ground. He just goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> What, dude? Like, what, what happened? His what happened? Knee, is his place like, haunted? He's like, I don't know. He's like, he's just holding his fucking knee. He's freaking out. Dude, he's also has just turned 21. Yeah. Like, and he, like we don't know. And I, I know. think Gary might be 6'2", 120 pounds. Dude. Right? Max. It might yeah. have been a stiff wind. Like, I don't yeah. know. A stiff wind. <laughs> but then have. his knee becomes the size so we're like, of we're a like, melon. Dude, he's trying to yeah, he's he's trying to you know pull through. He's he's trying to push through it. He's walking around. Everything's okay. He's just kind of like, oh yeah, this kind of sucks. And then sure as shit, like six hours later, yeah, it's like it has like tripled in size. His knee is well. I remember talking to him like, what happened? Like, what what did you trip over? What? How did this happen? He's like, I was standing. 
<laughs> I said, so, so hold on. You were standing in a group talking, and all of a sudden, your knee fell out and became the size of a melon and put you in excruciating pain. And he said, yes, that's exactly what happened. I was... Standing, yeah, because my, you know, my mind, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I, I like, I'm pro, I try to process things. I'm, yeah. like, I'm not understanding any of this. Yeah, like, like something I'm missing. Right, I'm missing some, like a part of the story. Mm. No, take me back to the beginning. So we brought him to the. I was like, the the next morning we woke up and it was all sorts of colors. It yeah, was still it was huge, and I was like, dude, you're in trouble. Like you, you have some serious things going on. And we took him to the hospital, and they couldn't explain it either. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, so they just wrapped it up, gave him some crutches. Yeah. Maybe it's like a weird thing every year, like you have to give to the beer gods. Like if you're good, like <laughs> someone the, has the, to be sacrificed. The ghost, the ghost of the honey hole. Yeah. <laughs> someone must be sacrificed for everyone to have this great of a time. Like I'll still go though. Yeah. I did my sacrifice. Yeah. Well, yeah. So you, came, you came in hard. Oh, yeah. when they when they showed up, I don't know if you remember this. When they showed up, they had they were double fisting gin yeah. drinks, gin, right? Gin drinks, yeah. and they had they had bought fake weed lollipops on the side. Of the road. <laughs> oh yeah, they bought. The, I wasn't partaking in the fake weed lollipops, but they they there were two people in our party definitely sucking on some fake weed lollipops. I was yeah. like, I don't think weed's legal here, and they're just like, whatever. I'm like, yeah, what are you doing? You just bought a very expensive lollipop that is not going to get you high. Yeah, <laughs> but that's I, fine. He's like, no, it might be CBD though. I'm just like I guess, man. I guess. Yeah, it was like one or two in the afternoon. You guys showed up with double gin drinks, and I'm like, why? Why are you doing that? Yeah, like you guys. Yeah, yeah. We didn't know. We were ignorant to the fact of we were about to get you know consume a lot of free beer. Yeah. So we were. We've since learned last year. You know, the sacrifice was. Was yeah, uh, Garrison was uh, was on yeah. a sacrifice last year. Shout out to him for sacrificing, so we mm-hmm. could all have a good time. But well, last year, I learned a lot from the first year for sure, mm-hmm. for sure. To where you can at least coach. Uh, you're uh, the other part of a weird time recorded. Matt came out yep. this last year, so you were able to coach him. Yeah, Matt Morris was yeah, there to to be prepared. He did well. He still had a hard time. Mm. We, I think. Well, we always, all you always, everybody has <laughs> Dude, one my night. First, my first night was bad, like not good. <laughs> Everyone has a hard night. You know, if you're not, if you don't have a, a couple hard nights or one hard night, you you, you might not be doing it correctly. Uh, I woke up to to Gary's knee, and I was like, I was like, I think you need medical attention. Um, I said, did you get any sleep last night? And he's like, I was sleeping fine till this asshole started screaming. And I was like, wait, what? And he's like, yes, Shane was screaming last night. And I was like, what do you mean? Were you he, masturbating? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean screaming? He's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> like he was being murdered, and screaming. And I was like, I said, hang on, Shane. And like, I, like, it's in the morning, and I walk in there, and I'm like, Yo, what happened to you last night? And he's like, what are you talking about? Like, you have no idea. Uh, apparently, you were screaming bloody murder. And he's like, like, sleep, uh, he's like I think I had heartburn. <laughs> this guy's got a basically dislocated, broken knee, and you're screaming about heartburn. No, but you know, I was like, no. I was, it was in my sleep. Like, no, I was not that's, conscious that's that's a you, thing though, because like my my dad, he doesn't, he doesn't, he might have. 10 beers a year. Mm-hmm. Like every now and then I have a beer with me. <laughs> and I went to Michigan with him two years ago and we had a like we had a late night pizza meal. All right. And so I'm in Michigan and uh, I'm I'm sleeping, we're on a lake. I'm sleeping in one room. It's just me and my dad. I'm sleeping in one room. He's sleeping in the other. And like an hour I hear in my dad my in my dad's room, he was going, ah! <laughs> and I was like, I think my dad's fucking having a heart attack in the other room. Like, I, I'm here by myself. I'm going to go have to watch my dad die. Like, in my head, my dad's having a heart attack. Yeah. He's dying. So, like, I'm like, so, like, I open it up. I'm like, yo! Yo! And he's like, huh, huh. And I was like, what's wrong? He's like, I'm good. I'm good. I was like, no, what's wrong? He's like, pizza dreams, man. <laughs> I, was like, I, was like, I was like, what do you, like, you, like, you mean? He said, he said, if I if I eat something too late that gives me bad heartburn, 
I have night terrors really bad. <laughs> the, so so I just think that that's what happened to Shane. You had some pizza dreams. I think Shane had some pizza that's dreams. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. We probably ate some bullshit. We did eat bullshit that of first. Course well, I mean, of course you did. Of course yeah. you did. But like it was bad. Oh, like we ate like stupid stuff. We ate like cheesesteak dumplings. We went to <laughs> oh, I remember those dumplings. Yeah. I remember <laughs> those dumplings. Oh, we went to Hooters. Like I never go to Hooters. Oh yeah, we did go. We ate like sliders and wings and bullshit. <laughs> it was like, bad. It was bad. Like, it was very bad. bad. And then I ate that damn weed gummy that just oh, like sent yeah, me off. Yeah, yeah. Like I, yeah, I was probably having night terrors for sure. Yeah, yeah. You were, you were getting <laughs> pizza that ghost was that pizza treats. <laughs> you had those PDs. <laughs> but no, ever since then though, but that's, like, some, if, but that's if, some shit. Like so, like what? I'm screaming and Gary's just pissed off that he can't go to sleep. He's not going to come. Well, he can't move. He can't. He's probably trying to yell at you like, hey, yo. But he's in severe pain. Hey, yo. I just got to sleep. I'm in an extraordinarily large amount of pain. Can you keep it down over there? Because you ate some dumplings. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, this is great content. <laughs> I, 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 hope, uh, I hope our listeners are enjoying I'm I'm hysterically laughing right now. I hope our listeners are the same, man. Yeah, well, I learned something today about pizza dreams. Which, <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's a term for it. There's now. a takeaway. Yeah, we all have a takeaway now. Especially also, Shane, you get gonna... your shit together, bro. You can't be screaming in the middle of the night like that. <laughs> I wonder if you still do that. You might need to go get your sleep monitor, dude. I I know I I I uh, <laughs> I I will stop breathing in my sleep. I've had uh oh apnea yeah I've had ladies tell me this mm-hmm. all the multiple ladies a lot yeah. of ladies I'm just kidding but uh, <laughs> I'll I'll literally like they'll be like dude hey like wake up you're, and I know it's all funny, but no, that's not funny. You need to, it's kind of funny. That's yeah, not funny you, at all. I, brought, I bought a mouthpiece, but I hate wearing that thing. My, you know, it's, it's, it's usually if I smoke a lot. My my dad's been doing that his whole life too. Yeah, um, he'll he'll uh like do. <gasps> And yeah, then yeah, he'll, yeah. he'll quit breathing for several seconds. And, like, that was something that my mom, like, for the first several years of their marriage had to, like, work through because, like, she couldn't sleep for several years because she thought like, she was worried her about husband him, was going to yeah. die. Because he would just quit breathing for six, seven, eight, nine <laughs> seconds. Then it just got real just serious. Go, <laughs> it's, it's really not. It's still kind of funny. Yeah. It's not funny. Dude, I bring I, my, my, my love and par- podcast partner, Matt Morris, I've. I uh, recorded him falling asleep on the South Shore train home from Chicago after like a couple beer events, and it's nuts, dude. <laughs> like he sc- he scared a bunch of children once. He's just sitting there like, <laughs> and I'm like, I actually was sitting next to him, got up, and the whole train car is like, what the fuck is happening back there? And I like, I actually got up, and his head's just back, and he's a bigger dude, so like. I like I discreetly go into the other seat and I just start filming him and he's just like and once it was a a Chicago Bears game and the guy was trying there was a guy next to a child and he was trying to calm him down and it's like he sounds like a bear don't he like trying to make it like (laughs) trying to make it fun for the kid because everyone's just like what is happening right now is that guy okay but that's (laughs) <laughs> he's snoring he's like snoring slash not breathing <laughs> probably, anymore yeah, slash just like ah, <laughs> ah, like he literally <laughs> said it sounds like a bear it sounds like you should be frightened by it it's your only natural instinct once you hear it you're like holy shit <laughs> your hair stands up on your the back of your neck love him though He's a beautiful man. Cheers, Manny. <laughs> He's a beautiful man. Yeah, speaking of, thank you for bringing a little bit of a weird time recorded to us. Normally, we record on Tuesdays here um, at noon, so we normally aren't in a drinking mode at yeah. noon on a Tuesday. Sorry I had to do that to you guys. Well, I appreciate it. So we are rep- repping two hearted here. Cheers. Yep, we got some two hearted. So we have, uh, we have the weird time represented here with, uh, with Bell's Two-Hearted Ale. And this is, that's usually what we do. Yeah. Drink beer and try to make each other... If someone's not crying by the end of it, like in a, obviously in a good way, mm. then we, we're like, man, this wasn't that good of one. So usually yeah. we try to get to that point where we're just what crying. What if it's a bad enough. way? Have, that's has happened that happened? Too. Yeah, actually... Uh, oh! I want to. I don't know if we're allowed to. We can edit this out if not, but you told me a story where you were a guest on someone's podcast and you got to witness... 
their relationship, yes. the podcast end yeah, while you were a guest on a podcast. It was our second or third time on there, and they're both awesome dudes, and they've helped us out tremendously. They're mm-hmm. a little bit older than us. They've been doing it. They had been doing it for a little bit longer than us too. And anytime I needed advice, I could like reach out to them as when uh, as far as podcasts are concerned. And yeah, they they broke up while we were recording the podcast, <laughs> and they they kept. We, we had, like, a fun back-and-forth thing with them because, obviously, we're in the same area and we're doing a, we're both doing p- similar podcasts. And so I thought they were doing a bit. Like, I thought that they were fucking with us. I'm like, this isn't real. I'm like, like nudging, man. I'm like, dude, they're fucking with us, man. There's no way. And he's like, I think I think this is real. And <laughs> how, it was, so how did it go? How did it happen? So one of them had recently become vegan. <laughs> <laughs> And so they started arguing about that. And it's one of those very sa- uh, like face value arguments where you're just like, this isn't about being vegan. There's no way that's what this is about. And you can tell like just what they're arguing about. It's like, this doesn't make any sense. Like you guys are angry at each other about other things other yeah, than your vegan there's diet. Some, a, yeah. a lot of underlining shit. It's much how like you, you would hear someone like get in an argument with their wife about some over something simple or you know oh to where they to where they can say something that's deeply cutting yeah where it's just like this you, isn't about other vegan persons. man this yeah, is yeah. about you guys ha- are hating each other and you're in the midst of this like breakup and so we it was just but it was all on air and we're just like what what and it kept taking these wild turns and we were just like looking at each other like what and then finally he did the one of the dudes did the classic uh, headphone slams, like, I'm out of here, while the thing's still running. And so he walks out, and I just look at Matt, and I'm just like, welcome to a weird time recorded. <laughs> <laughs> I guess this is our podcast now. Yeah, and, and, we, and that was the end of their podcast, that was the right? End. They've not recorded they, another podcast nope, since then. And they, they didn't release that one, which Matt and I really still to this day want to listen to it. Yeah. Because will they, will it they was, give you the audio, do you think? We've asked. And they said no. <laughs> they said no. <laughs> <laughs> One of them said, maybe I'll see what I can do, but it hasn't happened. Ooh. No. But it was it was pretty crazy. And then I'm just in a backyard, like, smoking a cigarette, like, so this is this is happening? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy. We should probably dismiss ourselves from this uh, house slash studio. I was like, I called an Uber. Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was always one of my... Uh, one of my favorite stories about your, your podcast, because you guys get to go on other people's podcasts. Yeah, stuff, there, right? there's like a whole, uh, once we started to do it, people started reaching out to us like, oh, we have a podcast too. Like, can we come on yours? We'll come on. And they have like a whole like thing. There's a lot of cool people that are like doing very similar things. Mm-hmm. And they all have their own, like we went on a one called Musically Meditated, and that was pretty cool. It's a guy who just, he focuses on music and he reviews albums and he talks to local artists and it's, he has like a, a studio. Sure. It's in Hobart. So that one was pretty cool. And yeah, there's a bunch of people up there doing stuff like that, as there are everywhere. Shane, why haven't like. we been on anyone else's podcast yet? There's not, not. Do we just own? Do we just own the market? Yeah, we've cornered the market. <laughs> so that's crazy. Like up there, like there's so many podcasts. Yeah, like, there's there's really none that I know of around well, here. Uh, right? Well, uh, no, we have we have this group. Uh, um, oh damn, uh, strangers from the underground. Yeah, are they doing their thing though? Are they doing a podcast? Yeah, they, so they came in here and did that. Um, they're like a hip hop group. That's cool. Collective. By the way, and, one of my favorite Wimty episodes is that, was yeah. the Strangers. Really? Yeah, the Strangers. That's a good. Episode. I can't. I can't wait to have them back in. They're um, great. But yeah, I think like the next day they like set up a little studio in their studio and start yeah, recording. Yeah, that's awesome. They probably didn't even want to come on our show. They were probably like, "Let's see what they're doing. Yeah, that's, that, oh, yeah. Let's go learn from those guys. Which <laughs> Maybe is, or, <laughs> or let's go see what we don't like about what they do." Yeah, I think that's one of the funnest things. Is I really love going on other people's podcasts. Mm. Like I fucking hate sitting there trying to figure out how to fucking set up all these shit on my computer. Mm. I like just. I like the process of it. I like seeing how other people do it too. Yeah, it's really fun, and I, yeah, I love going on other people's podcasts. I wish we had. I wish we had more out there. If, if anyone from the local area is listening, start a podcast. We'll help you. Absolutely. We'll uh, we'll come talk to you. We'll come. You know, it, I, w- I wish there were more. Dude, of that there's so here. many up there. It's nuts. Really? It's, what? Yeah. I don't know. Why I don't know that? if it's just because it's like close to Chicago, hmm. or like maybe just because there's such a big city yeah. next, like crazy big city. 
Oh, like you think it's just it's because of the population is so large? Possibly. Maybe it's just the culture too. I mean, yeah. the the South is a different place, man. That is true. You know, but I, but I also think I I've said this before. I I almost consider Indiana the Alabama of the Midwest. Mm-hmm. Is that is that an accurate? I would say so. I think uh, as far as living in a- Indiana, we kind of lucked out at our location just because we are so close to Chicago. Sure. You can literally it's an hour go train ride. get a train, yeah. yeah. And you'll be in downtown, and mm-hmm. you can go do whatever. Well, the yeah, fuck and you're you also like what thirty five minutes from South Bend too, where Notre Dame is. Yep. So you can go see yep. really great football if you want to. Yeah, it's, like it's it's a it's a strange area. And the the place that I I currently live, they that town is like doing so much shit. Mm-hmm. Like they have a university there, but it was kind of like a Christian college, but now it's really not so much anymore. And mm-hmm. it's I think it's a lot of lawyers and nurses, and so oh, there's good basketball there too, right? They act, they they've been doing all right. Mm-hmm. They have horrible colors though. It's pee pee and poo. That's yeah. their colors. <laughs> it's brown and yellow. Okay. Like not even like like y- like uh, Lakers yellow. It's like <laughs> it's pee and poo. It's pee and poo. <laughs> and they're called the Crusaders. And it's just, it's not a good look. <laughs> it's not a good look what they're doing. But it's still like they've the the town has started to more get with the university and like the downtown areas kind of blowing up and. They like have events and shit, and mm. the the whole town itself is kind of like growing quite a bit. So it's it was cool to see that it's changed a lot in the like seven years I've lived there. Well, yeah, especially knowing uh, Corey Mir, the guy that owns the restaurants that that you work with and help mm-hmm. him open and all that stuff. Um, he's a pretty forward thinking dude, anyway. Like he he oh, wants yeah. to do, he wants to have fun with the food he's making. He wants to have concepts that are, you know, not I- anything but basic. Yeah, you know. So if that can thrive in an area like that, I mean, that's great. Yeah, and, and it's all kind of grown with, like, the restaurant we first opened was a farm-to-table restaurant, and we've since closed that and turned it, they turned it into a gourmet taco place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the businesses have kind of grown with the town a little bit, so it was cool to get in almost on, like, the ground level Yeah, is what it seemed like to me. Well, I mean, that's a that's a really cool thing about where you're at versus and and really, really the whole Midwest and even moving to the East Coast, uh, like here in Destin, we're like to a major market. We're four hours minimum. You're four hours to New Orleans. Mm -hmm. You're five hours to Atlanta. You're five hours to Jacksonville. Yeah. Like so for you being in Valparaiso, I mean, you're three and a half hours from Detroit. Mm-hmm. You know, you're an hour from Chicago. You're probably a few hours from Indianapolis. You know what I'm saying? Yep, like two hours. Yeah. yeah. So you have you have five or six A markets, huge cities that are that are big markets that you can go visit on a day if you want to. Mm-hmm. Like like you going to Chicago, Indianapolis, or whatever would be like us going to Pensacola or Tallahassee. Yeah. It's like it's like uh when there's a comedian touring or a band touring, I'm like, okay, let's check it you out. Go see I, know they're, I know they're they gonna will be, be at one of your spots. Yeah. Yep. So it's pretty cool. And it's cool to go up into because we're very close to Michigan as well. Mm-hmm. So it's cool to go up there. And dude, at the border of Michigan, legal weed? things well, things <laughs> just change. It like looks beautiful. You're, you're like in Indiana, you're like, huh, I don't know. And then you cross the border and it's just like trees and it's green. And that it, is true. It looks awesome. That and you're like, true. how did shit change that much? And you can drive up there and there's, then there's just crazy breweries. There's there's a giant badass lake. There's like act outdoor activities and mm-hmm. shit like i did a uh, uh paddles for pints thing in uh, traverse city and you just got to kayak around to different breweries yeah it was amazing yeah man that's um i i'm of course i'm a homer and a, a fan of michigan you know that's where i was born mm-hmm. that's where both mm-hmm. my parents are from uh that's where probably 80 percent of my blood relatives live is in michigan so i'm a big fan of there but it, when you want to talk about beer and and stuff like that you know i mean grand rapids is yes like the mecca yeah for breweries right now uh all over michigan and also uh, i think michigan's the first place in the midwest just to straight up legalize marijuana um my cousin there is actually a grower and he was telling me that the specific area where he lives it's like in the grand haven kind of area Mm -hmm. is kind of known as like the humboldt county of the midwest like that's where all the like if you're really into flour that's where all the good flour comes from it's like right where like my family's from and they you know they're the type of people who probably don't like that kind of thing 
Um, but it's it's there and it's it's definitely dude, let's a go. Thing. We will. Let's go, dude. I didn't know it was legal in Michigan. Yeah. So Indiana, like recreational. Yes. I did not know that. So, I it's like an it's not even really a joke, but it's an on running thing. I'm sure that I'm saying as much as anyone else. But everyone who lives in Indiana, they just now let you have alcohol on Sundays. Just now. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Two years ago. It's the Alabama. Alabama, So everyone's just like, we'll never have weed legal here, and I'm just like, well. It almost doesn't matter at this point because they are surrounded. Like yeah. Illinois, uh, January first, I think it's legal. Michigan legal. Ohio is about to be. It's like you got nowhere to go, bitch. Like it's time to. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to get this money? Yeah. Do, yeah, do you want all, the revenue? Yeah. Just get the money, man. Just yeah. get just the money. Get the money. <laughs> Makes no it's right sense. there. And even if they try to stop it, they're going to have to figure out if it's economical for them to try to keep all this stuff out. Yeah. And yeah, they're going to make some money and on like probation if we catch you. But honestly, a lot of those people, they don't care anymore. Like the cops don't give a shit anymore. Isn't that crazy that for the longest time just keeping drugs illegal were just was just to make money cuz they thought yeah. they could make the same amount of arresting people and putting them on probation, getting them to pay, creating jobs for law enforcement, yeah. Uh, yeah, putting sh- people in prison, creating jobs for prison guards mm-hmm. and, and all that. Like what a backwards approach. Like what were these people thinking? I hope someone had some sort of algorithm where they're just like, so it's going to cost money to like enforce it, but it's also, we're going to make it back threefold. Mm-hmm. Like I hope, but I think it was so convoluted and crazy that no one was even really thinking of it like that. They mm-hmm. were just like, let's do the things we always do. Let's not let this in or whatever. I don't, I'm not a smart person. That's pretty clear. I, so. I'd, I'd say we're all, we're all of average intelligence in this but, room. But uh, right? it, it seems pretty silly at this point like you are trying to hold back a tidal wave of shit that is not going to it's not you're going your out. way you're you're not, it's out. not going your way dude it's over yep. yeah. you're surrounded yeah we got you surrounded yeah. now let us smoke weed <laughs> <laughs> yeah man yeah well, cool man so i guess let's let's discuss why you are in town i'm in town well in in our town I mean, you're telling- I'm forgetting that people in Indiana are going to listen to this too. Hopefully. Maybe on your format. Maybe. And dude. Um, there, I, I don't know if we'll be, make the cut. There'll be 70s and 80s of people listening <laughs> to this. Sames. Samesies. Um, yeah, so we're in town because we shot the Kickstarter video for Micro Bros. Yes. Which is a show you and I are trying to do. Yes. About beer. Pretty much. About you and I exploring and drinking. A lot of beer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, um, yeah, I guess we can start from the beginning just to kind of explain it to people. Uh, you and I first first met each other at Mellow Mushroom. Yep, working at Mellow Mushroom. Probably like 06 maybe. Yep. Around there. You so were the five. You're the bar manager. I was mm-hmm. the angry kitchen manager that couldn't get a day off and <laughs> still a little disgruntled about it. But it, it made me the person I am today. Mm-hmm. Uh in uh Honestly, I think we were like out back real quick. I kind of remember almost can visualize the moment where we were just talking about this. Mm-hmm. I don't even I don't remember remember exactly how it came up, but like we should it'd be cool if we did a show on beer. Well, yeah. Well, part of our job, of course, was serving these these craft beers yeah. or what a lot of people called them at the time were micro brews. And at the time in 05 in Destin, 06 in Destin, there was no other place that had that selection. If there was a craft yeah. beer, like people considered like a Newcastle or a Stella Artois or something like that to be yeah, that an was, import to be whatever. Yes. So the craft, like the Southeast was pretty late to the, uh, they're late to everything, mm-hmm. but they're pretty late to the craft beer movement. For sure. So we kind of bonded over craft beer just because we worked at the only place in Destin that had a, a 24 yeah. to 26 tap selection of craft beer. It's almost like you didn't work at that particular place unless you loved craft beer. Mm-hmm. Like that was just what everyone was into. It was into. part of it. It was a new yeah, thing. 100%. It was cool. And uh you know, Sweetwater was a big part of that. Mm-hmm. That was that was my first that was my entrance was Sweetwater IPA. And that was I I've slowly judged every IPA I've ever met based off of the one that got away, which it's still here. Mm-hmm. But, you know, once I, like I move, I, I do that all the time. Yeah. yeah. I, every beer, I'm judging it by, uh, that's my, like, That's my basis, that's yes. Like, yeah. That's that's my control. <clears throat> and, you know, once I did move away from this area, I 
didn't have access to that beer. So it was kind of at one point kind of the one that got away. Mm -hmm. And I just judged every beer based off that. Every IPA, I was just trying to get back to that beer. I was like, I want it to taste like this. Like, and I, well, yeah, I, I remember the, I remember where I was the first time I had a Sweetwater IPA. Like, I remember I was like, oh, that's really good. Mm -hmm. That's different. I've never tasted anything like it. You know, it's also making me feel real nice very quickly, <laughs> very quickly. Yeah, I remember telling people like, I think they brew this with Xanax. <laughs> yeah, they, they might. I don't think they do. That might have been yours. Shane probably threw a Xanax in your beer. Yeah. So, so us just become. <laughs> You're a roofier, bro. You're a roofier. We all know it. That's not true. Just that's, that's, that's not true. Not Please, true. no one take Sorry, that that's seriously. not true. This is for entertainment purposes. <laughs> um, I love it. So us working this job, we we kind of became fans of of craft beer, and um, you, you said you could remember a specific conversation where we were talking about trying to, you know. Yeah, we were kind of out back and just. I think it, there was a gimmick there because we were both named Jared Michael. I, I remember that was just fun. Mm. And also at one point working there, there were like five Jareds for some mm. reason. I guess we were born around the same time and all our moms decided to do it. So you were like OG Jared. And I was mainly like Moxley or J Mox. And that was just like kind of a big gimmick was our names. And we we're like, we should do a thing with beer, mm -hmm. like something with beer. Yeah. And and we were friends, so... Yeah, and we came up with the 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 concept of the show. It was like, let's go to some breweries and find out what they're doing cool about beers, whatever. We'll call it Micro Bros. Like, we've yeah. had the name Micro Bros from the inception, really, yeah. since like right at the probably 06, 07, something like that. Um, so, yeah, so so we had the idea. I, th I think this is, a, this is a while ago, and we've had many micro brews since then. But I, I think you and I went to McGuire's yes. and met with their brewers. Yeah, we were like, let's do this. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no show. <laughs> television crew, but we're like, we're going to make this show. Mm. And it's like, okay, well, there's no one to follow you around with cameras, but mm. we weren't even thinking like that. We're like, we're just going to go do this. So you and I went to McGuire's and we talked to the head brewer there. And he just took us he around. He us around, poured us some around, weird beers, gave like, us beer, and we're like, "That was this is awesome." And you're like behind the scenes, like you're not you're not the regular people. You're behind the scenes now with mm -hmm. like the dude, and you're getting to drink the beer that he's passionately telling you about. And and then it was just kind of like that was awesome, man. That was super awesome. And we we're okay. Like yeah, now what? Now what? Like where do you go from here? And yeah. then it just laid dormant for forever. Years. Yeah, well, because I had I had zero ins in the entertainment industry. I was a I was a bar manager. Yeah, I managed a bar at a pizza place. Um, so we had no concept of even how to how would we pitch this idea? How would we get a production crew to be interested in this? Yeah, would do we just get a guy with the camera to follow us? Or like, what do you even do? Probably that's probably what our thought process was. Like, yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, like, yeah. what's the first step to take? And we had the idea, but we had no idea how to make that a thing mm -hmm. you it was really fun we even i mean we did it yeah like we went and did it but it was like there was no way to figure out how to actually make it a a, a, a thing mm -hmm. and so now with you having worked with well yeah so done, i so a, a lot of people who know this podcast are gonna be like shut the fuck up jared we've heard you talk about this before but i've i've been the owner of namesake entertainment for five years now i've been booking bands been involved in the entertainment industry. I, I write contracts. I negotiate things for other performers, mm -hmm. other artists, all that kind of stuff. And uh, a huge part of that was managing a band called Continuum, now called Imogene. And we started sh shooting some music videos with Destin Patera, who is, ju he's just gotten really great at, <clears throat> at what he's doing. He's worked with the likes of uh, anything you see by the revivalists he's made. Um, Bubba Watson and Oakley. He's been on projects for them. Jake Peavy, the all-star pitcher from the San Francisco Giants. He's done film projects for them. And he's not just really great at what he, he does, but he's also just a, a stellar human. He's a beautiful human. Yeah, being. just everything that comes out of his mouth is just, it, it either needs to be said or it's said in a great way. And Absolutely. it's just, he's he's an artist for sure at what he does. And we developed a relationship through him shooting music videos for Continuum. And he started to expand and tried to get me to come on several projects with him. And I was like, dude, my my time's pretty much spent already. I've already got enough, you know, 
what do they call it? Uh, plate spinning. Yeah. In the, in the air at a time. I said, if I don't, I don't want to do anything half-assed. I hate half-assed shit, so I, I can't come work with you just yet. But we still kept the conversation going. We still worked with each other on other projects. And then once Imogene decided that they were moving to Nashville, he hit me up and he's like, you ready to come work? And I was like, let's get lunch. You know, so uh, since then, I've pretty much been a member. Now you can be member. all in. Yeah. yeah, I could put the time and effort into it. Uh, sure. I always was, I always loved film. I, I loved being on set with music videos. Um, I didn't get to be creative with like contracts so much and, mm-hmm. and dealing with all that. So I started doing these projects with Destin. I was like, this is this is pretty awesome. I definitely need to be involved in this in a bigger level. So I've been a member of the Lensi film team since then and i brought up the the idea of micro bros to him and he was like that sounds cool whatever and uh he he brought that idea up to some people who are very 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 involved in the craft beer industry and they were like oh my god why doesn't that show exist you need to make that show so basically dustin came back with me he was like do you really want to do that and i was like well yeah yeah i'd love to do it <laughs> yeah i always expected to see it happen Mm. Like I always, yeah, I, I even thought somebody kind of did it, but it was more like it was the brew dog guys. They're like from another country or something. Do you know that show? Oh, like, uh, they're from Scotland. Yeah. yeah, They did a thing and they, but they were more like brewing beer with people Mm. and cause they had it like a brewery. And uh, I was like, oh, shit, it happened. But I, and then I started well, watching it, and I was like, uh, this isn't yeah. exactly what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. It's kind of close, but it wasn't there. And I was, it was kind of a, a relief. Like, I don't know why. I, like, just, I don't. Well, because you don't want to see someone else yeah. executing the idea that you've exactly. had for eight years. And I was like, it was like Dogfish almost did it. Yeah, they almost did it, too. They, but it was more about their brewery. Yeah, and their they, process, and they were doing weird stuff, and like then they crazy did, like, collabs and shit. stuff like yeah. that. And it was like, and that's that's a busy, and that's the same thing. And having people in the industry, like a brewer, yeah. go to like other breweries, it's not the same. You're gonna and be talking over people's heads, and he's also yeah. getting you know? hands on with them, and they're like, actually, you're you're just showing them how we're going to collab and make this beer. You're not really telling an actual story yeah. per se. Mm-hmm. So it's been like near misses, and I was just like, no one. Still, no one's hit this like, boom, like, like, th- like what this is yeah. so hopefully going to be. Mm-hmm. So I'm, uh, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. Yesterday, seeing all that stuff, <laughs> Jared's just like, this costs this much, this cost, and their people are setting shit up, and I'm just like, quit telling me how much shit costs, dude. It's scaring the, <laughs> it's scaring well, the fudge out of me. Well, I'm gonna well, start well, seeing fudge now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll get we'll get there briefly, but um, so. Once once we explained kind of the idea to some people who were very influential in the beer industry, they were like, you need to make that show. I I remember talking with you at the last 420 Fest. Yeah. And I said, hey, Moxley, I think we're to the point to where we might be able to really make this happen. And you're like, cool, man. Yeah, you're drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought but, you were just yeah, drunk. Go, you know when you're drunk. Go <laughs> go make it happen and we'll, we'll do it. You know when, when you're like hanging out with someone and you're just like, I haven't seen you in a while. Remember that idea we had? We could totally do that. There's like all this loud music in the background. And you're like drinking beer. Like, yeah, sure, dude. For for sure. I'm <laughs> super into it. Let me know where to be. Like, <laughs> all right, drunk guy. <laughs> yeah. So a few weeks later, I think after probably like a month after 420 Fest, I called you and I said, hey, man, um, I've really been developing this idea. I think I'm going to pitch it to Sweetwater and see if they'll let us shoot the pilot there. So I sent Sweetwater an email. Just I'm I'm very used to getting no replies on mm-hmm. emails. I've I've been a booking agent for five years. If I send if I'm trying to book a band in Austin and I send thirty emails, I might get two responses. Yeah. Uh, half the time, half of them are no. Like no, we'd rather not. Whatever. Um, so I sent it to Sweetwater, and they're like, "Come on up," you know. So you flew out, met me in Atlanta. We went to Sweetwater. And they loved the idea. They helped us explore stories. Mm-hmm. They, we got there at 10 a.m. to Sweetwater Brewery, and they weren't even open yet. And they bring us in. And they're like, are you guys the micro bros? And we're like, yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, that's us. And they're like, well, well, let us get you some beers. What would you like? And it's 10 a.m., so I'm like, I'll have, I'll have a water, please. And she looked at me like I was an idiot. I'm like, I'll take a going coastal. Let's go, baby. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Moxie looked at me and said, you don't go to a barbershop and not get a haircut. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So it's like, be right, hanging yeah. around breweries, you're gonna you're gonna need to drink some beer. That's just how it goes, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. Yeah. So they took us all around, showed us 
showed us a brewery. We got our own little like private tour. They were feeding us beers, and then they took us to this little area called the Woodlands. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, talk about the Woodlands a little bit. It was it was super like because the the hectic not the hecticness but like when there's all this beer being brewed, it's just like like all these equipment and stuff and all you know people running around, and then you walk into the Woodlands and it's just like silent, and there's obviously wood everywhere. Mm-hmm barrels and it just it looked it looked great like it was just it was a good looking place yeah, yeah probably like 400 well, barrels a, their aging room yeah and so they it's like and it's not open to the public yeah no either. one's in there they it, they have it for like an event space and they have a little bar there for uh when they want to put on events but everything else it's just the, the beer sitting there in barrels it's just it's having a good time it's and it's it's quiet and beautiful in there like it's awesome it's it's so peaceful. Yeah, and it's like, only that'd be one, the good job to one have. brewer. His name is Nick. He's awesome. Great, He's also, great guy. He, and he kind of fits the mode of that because you could tell, like, probably at some point he, like, moved towards that because that's how he is in his life. And you can tell he just likes being around, like, quiet. Need to do, like, this craft. And it's just... He's super chill. And, like, just you're in this... It's a really cool vibe in there. Like, I could take, like, a bunch of naps in there. <laughs> But in yeah. like a good way. I mean, like, if you were just drinking their stuff cool. all day, because yeah. it's, you know, if anything that's been in a barrel for it's it's high for a while. Yeah, it's high on on alcohol. So he's like, "You guys want to drink some of this with me?" And we're like, "Yeah, we'd like to do yeah, that, dude. please." So he just starts <laughs> he starts pouring yeah. us all this funky live yeast here. You know, uh, this is uh, this has been aged in peat barrels. Um, mm-hmm. Just just really really crazy stuff. And I'm like, "Yo, it's not even noon yet. We haven't eaten today." And I'm three pints deep, and I just had seven samples of 13% beers. And we're about to have this lunch meeting with the director of public relations for Sweetwater Brewery <laughs> and Steve, who is Freddie's right-hand yeah. man. Like, he runs – Steve is the, the, the Osiris of that place. And as, as all that's going through Jared's head, he just looks over at me, and I'm just like <laughs> – <laughs> Yeah, I'll do, uh, yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, and meanwhile, I'm like, okay, I'm starting to buzz a little bit, but I need to be able to present our... So we had lunch with them, and, it, dude, everything went great. They completely greenlit the whole process. They, like, they said, please come here, shoot your pilot here. We dig what you guys do, and they helped us explore the stories mm-hmm. that we're trying to tell because this show isn't going to... The show is about beer, but it's not. We're, we're Basically, we're exploring how breweries and beer influence the culture and vice versa. Yeah, beer is the, the catalyst. How the culture the beer. It's yeah. the catalyst for everything. Yeah. It, it's it's our way of telling any any com- type of compelling story that can be associated with the brewery. Was that um, me? No, that was... Uh, I thought I was blacking out. I was yeah. like, this shit's starting to get on top of me, boys. This isn't good. It's finally catching up. I was like, I just, I just had a mild days. blackout. Our, our lights just went off and on in the studio real quick. Um, but, but yeah, I mean... Just how if you would like me to tell you a story, I'm gonna need a couple beers, mm-hmm. you know. So it's it's like that, like but on a on a grander scale. Yeah. So they were even giving us like things where it was just like like the fly fishing things. Yeah. And just they were giving us. They were like, yeah, do it. Here's all these stories we could tell you. Mm-hmm. Like they have Sweetwater themselves has. They have so many offshoots of things that we could just. We could do a whole show on they, that. They do so much cool stuff aside. So from that's what's beer. cool about starting yeah. there because we can go there and then we can continue mm-hmm. to to move on to maybe even like a, a couple of smaller people that might really want to get their word out too. Yeah, and that's kind of where like I think our thing will be different than like the dogfish or the or the other little ones that have kind of been similar, but we're going to move on to other places and really explore. Mm-hmm. And I would I'd like to go like kind of deep, you know, like get some people that are doing some crazy stuff that well, and yeah, might and that's not the have thing. the exposure as like the other the the big with the people. with the show we we are the hosts of the show Jared Michael and Jared Michael mm-hmm. but the thing is it's not like we're like hey we're here today at Sweetwater Brewery come check this out we want the audience to explore the story mm-hmm. through us you know like like to see us experiencing it all does yeah. that make sense? Yeah, it really does. So it, it's not a we aren't here to tell the story. We're here to discover the story with the viewer. Yeah, we we're we are you we are you. Yeah. Like I and, am the beer Randy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um so we got back from Sweetwater and we were like, that's great, but uh if we want to do this properly, we have to put a, a crew of ten to twelve people together. 
we have to put them in Atlanta for a week. We have to pay for travel. We have to pay them something. We have to pay for food. We have to pay for lodging. So we're already several, several, several thousands of dollars deep just mm-hmm. in even trying to make this happen. So I was like, great. I've got this great idea that I've had for a decade. We just got Sweetwater to sign off on letting us come here. They're and like, sure, go ahead and the do pilot. it. But uh, I just did a bare bone budget analysis and I'm at $42,000. And that's with half the crew basically working for free. So I was like, okay, well, how are we going to do that? How are we going to make that happen? And luck- luckily enough, we hit up some of the same people who said we think that show needs to be made, who have influence in the beer communi- uh, community, and they immediately hopped on and basically funded funded the pilot. They're like, yeah, yeah, you should do that. Yeah, go make it. We believe and, in you here. And do it legitly. Yeah. Like, do it in the coolest way, mm-hmm. like, crazy way possible. You know, not just to be like how we did with the guy at McGuire's just following us with the camera yeah. and then having those cut shots of just like fast forward, like, Hey, we're here. Skin again, can, 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 like doing some bullshit. Like this is actually going to look beautiful. Well, and I think that's where Destin really comes into play. As yeah. Well. Absolutely. Destin Patera, our, uh, our director, um, he really takes a lot from a show called chef's table. That's just beautifully shot, you mm-hmm. know? Um, he, and that's the thing we want. We want the show to be, uh, explorative, like uh, like Bourdain. We want it to be funny, like a David Tell kind of thing. But we also want it to be shot beautifully in the storytelling, like a chef's table kind of thing as well. Um, and I know those are a lot of big names. To- and I know those are a lot of big names to say. Like when I try to explain the show to someone in like two sentences, I'm like, think Bourdain meets beer. And one of my one of my friends, Mr. Joseph Campbell, who used to own the other end, like I kind of briefly told him about the show. He's like. Wait, so you think you're the Anthony Bourdain of beer? <laughs> and I said, "Oh no, no, not at all. Absolutely not." No, but if you're gonna like try to play basketball, you're gonna try to emulate Michael Jordan. You know what I'm sure. saying? You're not. You're yeah. not saying that you are Michael Jordan. You're saying like this is a person that inspired me, yeah. and he paved the way for shit. And I'm going to try to follow a dream. That is, uh, and I've been inspired by someone. Yeah, and I, th- I think that's what people really took to with Bourdain. It, it, you know, of course, he's charismatic. He's a writer. He can tell a great story. But at the same time, I think all of that just stems because of him just being so curious. Yeah, so curious and just, uh, uh, I mean, obviously, I didn't know him, but I watched the show. Seemed like an amazing person. Mm-hmm. So just in doing and being curious, like you said, mm-hmm. and, and willing to like be kind of a part of the story almost, too. Yeah. Like, not... Just being again like, hey, we're over here, but being able to like dive deep with the people. Sure, and like, I think that helps yeah. people tell the story. He was accessible. Too. He was a real person. Yes, he was a chef. Yes, one hundred percent. He wasn't a tra- travel guide. Yeah, he wasn't and, like that. exactly. Yeah, and that's why exactly I think right. we can make this show. Yeah, because I'm like, why would I be on camera? Like, why would I think I could do this? And, and the thing is, in the craft beer industry, I think it's something that's so authentic. Mm-hmm. And and you you're seeing this happen right now with some of these. Big brands buying some of these craft brew. A classic example of the first time I had a Sculpin, mm-hmm. I was like, that's delicious. That's a great beer. I'll have another one of those. And then six months later, I found out that Corona bought Ballast Point for yeah. $1 billion. Mm-hmm. You know how many Sculpins I've had since then? None. Zero. Dude, it, it you disappeared. Can't, yeah, you Sculpin can't, disappeared. I you don't can't know. purchase authenticity. So I think if you took like Mark fucking Summers from Double Dare and said go explore some breweries, you're a good host. Like, you no. wouldn't. You wouldn't. Per- you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't get it. And so I think putting putting you and I in front of something like that can work. And also, yeah, people also that that love the shit out of it. Mm. It's like, dude. I mean, I keep saying this over and over, but I'm gonna do this anyway. I'm going to be sitting here drinking a bunch of beer. <laughs> like so I would really enjoy seeing the process behind it and doing it like with with them and getting to explore. Yeah, you know? let's do it yeah. with you. Show me like why why do I love this so much? Show me why I love this mm. so much. Like cuz there's something behind this. Like I enjoy the shit out of mm. it. So So um we shot a Kickstarter video yesterday. Crowdfunding's a strange thing for me because I've I've participated and given money to GoFundMe's, Kickstarter, whatever. So I really wasn't sure if we wanted to do it or not. And just to be really honest and full disclosure on this podcast, 
the budget that we came up with was $42,000 to shoot the whole show. Uh, that's including bringing in a producer from LA. Her name's Tanya. She shot shows for HBO. She's uh, just did a project with Hulu. Uh, we're bringing in a real deal producer to help us on this show. Who's also very enthusiastic about the concept of mm-hmm. the show as well. Um, but that being said, we have enough money to shoot it. But then after that, what happens? Uh, I compare it to to a band who has $10,000 to make an album and they spend all $10,000 making that album. But then what happens to what the do album you do with the album with it? Yeah. A majority or not, no matter how great the album is, no matter how great of a job the producer did on producing the album, that album will fall flat because it, it costs money to get your project in front of the right people. Yeah, no one's pushing it out there. So we shot a Kickstarter video yesterday at Perfect Plane in Pensacola, which number one, great beers, great place, great story. All those, well. all those people were awesome too. Mm-hmm. Um, our, our crew was wonderful. They all came on yesterday to shoot the Kickstarter video for free. And these are people, uh, David Cook, who was our, our basically production assistant, gaff, mm-hmm. grip, all that stuff yesterday. He's flying out tomorrow to do a job for Oakley for a week. Like, you know, it was just kind of crazy seeing these people just come together because they believe in the concept to shoot this Kickstarter video. But anyway, we're trying to, to raise about another, you know, five to 10 K just so we have something on the post-production side to make sure that people can, you know, see the project. Um, we're talking about doing some other things that Shane's going to be heavily involved in as well. Um, I don't know if I should talk about it yet, but I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. But we're, we're going to be doing some other events in the area that you'll probably be seeing uh, come up as well that are micro bros related. And the the micro bros will be there. Yes. Yeah. Be there drinking beer. Um, so, the, so if you're listening to this, the, the Kickstarter project has launched since then. We've we've tried to rather than just ask like for money from people. It's it's a very difficult thing to do. We wanted to bring some value to it. We wanted to bring some cool prod, you know, some cool things that we could do to to be involved with people who might want to back the project. Mm-hmm. So we are going to be doing two different five course beer dinners at the local market in Destin. That um, uh, Sweetwater will be the featured brewery of the Friday night beer dinner. You'll get to have five different Sweetwater beers and five different courses that go along with that. Saturday night, Destin Brewery will be our sponsor for that. So we'll also yeah. be doing a five brewery local brew tour where you hop on a bus with us and 25 other people and we just drive you Dude, around that's the whole be day. Awesome. Yeah, we go visit all the local breweries. You get to try several different beers that that brewery is is making, but you also kind of get to do what what we're going to be doing for Micro Bros. You get to go back there and you get to see how these people are making the beer. Yeah. They're going to tell you the stories behind how these beers were created. It's going to be a, a an inside look of that, so that's another option for it. And you will cry laughing at some point. Pro- I guarantee it. Yeah, and if you don't me, cry laughing, yeah. I'll make you cry in other ways. <laughs> so Sorry, I mean, I said that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, there's a there's an option for a day on set where you get to come up to Atlanta and see us make the show. You get to drink beers the whole time. You get a private tour of Sweetwater Brewery. You get to have lunch with the cast and crew. Boom. And then uh, once we wrap for the day, we stay at Sweetwater Brewery and we drink beers with you. We drink beers. Yeah. Um, what else do we have? Uh, just basic swag packs, T-shirts, koozies, all, all the basic kind of things. Um, so there's there's a lot of different levels that if you'd like to support what we're doing and the Micro Bros, we'll definitely have the opportunity to do it. That's awesome, dude. So I think that's all I'll say on the Kickstarter. I don't want to try to sell things super hard on the fucking podcast. We are not sponsored yet. We've only been <laughs> we've been sponsored by uh, Sandjam. Yeah. And um, uh, what else? Like trivia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, our own shit. Um, but you anyway, gotta sponsor yourself. Yeah. If he don't sponsor you, yeah. who else will? So uh, yeah, so that's why Moxley's here. We shot the Kickstarter video, and if you would like to help us out in any way, we definitely appreciate it. If not, like just. You know, tune in. Yeah, send us an email. Tell us what's up. Yeah, tune in. Have fun. Keep posted. The only thing I'm not looking forward to is in. I've been without Facebook for five months now, and it's uh, drastically improved my life. Uh, in two days, I have to go back to log back onto Facebook. So I need to try to keep myself in check and to uh, not to let people anger me. Don't or... let people <laughs> anger you. It's been talk time and time again. Steal but your joy. The the algorithm is towards anger and hatred toward negativity yeah so just yep. just don't feed into it cool i think i'm doing pretty well in that that's Good. the only thing i'm doing well in i think i think you're doing well in a lot of other thanks things. dude you're i managing appreciate a restaurant it. fuck yeah you're growing restaurants 
Thanks cool. for being my micro, bro. Thanks for being my micro, bro. <laughs> Shane's giving us the wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, he's giving us the wrap yeah, it up. Yeah, he said, we're done, bro. Fair enough, dude. I get it. All right. Thanks for coming down to Florida. Hell Thanks yeah. for shooting this with me, man. Um, it's, I love you, it's Jared Michael. It's been so exciting seeing all this shit come together. Dude, it's been insane. And uh, let's have a good time with it, Let's man. do the next step. Cool. Each step, baby. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, be sure to tune in to A Weird Time Recorded. You can find it on Apple Podcasts. You can find it on Spotify. You can find it on SoundCloud. Anywhere, Anywhere. you can find the Whatever It Means to You podcast, you can find A Weird Time Recorder. Listener discretion is advised. Yes. Do not listen to it with children in the car. All right. We love you guys. Thank you very much. My heart was always telling me how I felt. My car was always telling me to put on my seatbelt. Stop sign is always telling me to stop. And half a mile later, I get the same thing from that cop. The world is always telling me what to do. Don't hold your breath until your face turns blue. Don't drink, don't smoke, don't do crack cocaine. Don't jump without a parachute out of a plane. Don't drink your craft beers through your plastic straws. Don't support gun rights or gun control laws. Don't go to a funeral pretending you're dead. Don't name your kid Richard if your last name's Head. Don't go up in the dirigible or down with the ship. Don't request wagon wheel if you're not gonna tip. There's a whole lot of don'ts, but there's one big dude. Listen to this podcast, whatever it means.